Welcome to the Blanchard Leader Chat Podcast. Hi, this is Ken Blanchard. We need a new leadership model in business today, one that values both people and results, where leaders see their role as serving instead of being served. In this podcast, my friend and colleague, Chad Gordon, interviews experts who help us explore different aspects of leadership. I know you'll be encouraged and inspired by what you hear and you'll walk away with ideas and insights that will help you be the type of leaders others want to follow. Ready to get started? I'll be back at the end of the interview where I'll share what I've learned and how I'll be putting it into action. Now enjoy this installment of the Blanchard Leader Chat Podcast. Welcome to the Blanchard Leader Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Gordon. Today, we're going to be talking about recognition and the awesome power that it holds. Our guest today is David Novak, co-founder and former chairman and CEO of Yum Brands. He's been recognized as the CEO of the year by Chief Executive, one of the 30 best CEOs by Barron's, one of the top people in business by Fortune, and one of the 100 best performing CEOs in the world by Harvard Business Review. He is currently launching a new company, OGO Enterprises. We're going to talk to him about that. But David, welcome to the Blanchard Leader Chat Podcast. It's great to be with you, Chad. I look forward to talking about one of my favorite subjects. And, you know, I love it because it's, uh, you know, when you think about leadership and you think about some of the, the areas, we call them soft skills of, of really tackling things, you think about getting in there prescriptively about setting goals and being more directive or more supportive and things like that. But this is about really honoring the people around you and, and recognizing them. Why is this such an important topic to you? Why do you, why'd you pour your heart and soul into this book, Oh Great One, a little story about the awesome power of recognition? Well, recognition has always been a, a big driver in all the success that, that I've had. And I found that recognition is a, the best way to inspire people, motivate people, and get people to go the extra mile to get the results that you need. And, you know, I, I, I really got the passion for recognition, the passion to make it the major driver in my organization when I was the chief operating officer for the Pepsi-Cola company. You know, I used to go out and leave on Monday, come back on Saturday, but I'd have uh, meetings in the morning, six o'clock with all the people in the, the, uh, the bottling plants. And, you know, one morning I was uh, uh, in St. Louis, uh, Missouri, and I was talking to a group of route salesmen and, and I was talking to them about merchandising. I, and uh, there were about 10 people in the room. They were all sitting around a table and they started, uh, you know, uh, talking about the things that they were doing that w were working and not working. And then all of a sudden they started talking about this guy named Bob. Bob is sitting down at the end of the table and they said, oh man, Bob is the best merchandiser we have in, in, in the company. He's unbelievable. He can go in with customers and he can get the shelf space and he just knows how to do everything the right way. And everybody was raving about Bob. And I looked down at the end of the table and there's Bob and he's crying. And I, I couldn't believe it. I said, Bob, why are you crying? All these people are heaping all this praise on you. And he said, well, David, I'm going to retire in two weeks and I've been in this company for 47 years, and I didn't know people felt this way about me. And I got to tell you, that that just hit me in the gut. And, you know, it said to me that, boy, as long as I have the opportunity, the privilege to be a leader, I'm going to make sure that I do everything I can 
to recognize the the Bobs in the world because they're the people who really make it happen. I, I looked at Bob and I said, "Gee, this is here's a guy who's the best, and he didn't even know he was the best. And here's a guy who has all this talent with, that had probably be, be, been overlooked his his entire career." So I just you know said to myself, "Okay, recognition is going to be the number one value that I'm going to use as a, a leader to to drive results in the future." And, you know, I have to tell you, Chad, I've had so much fun recognizing people all around the world. And the reason why I wrote the book, Oh, Great One, is to put my experiences in parable form, short story form, and uh, make it a fun read, but a very powerful read. And I've never done anything in my my life that's given me more uh, satisfaction because I've received so many letters from so many different readers who've read this and said, gee, you know, you have just given me the secret weapon that I've just been overlooking all these years. And the fact is, People crave recognition, and you just can't give them enough of it if, they, if they've if they earned it. And that's the important thing. It's got to be earned recognition. It doesn't need to be fluffy. It needs to be about, about you know, recognition that you that, – that of merited behavior. And you, and you hit on something that, that, that it, it struck home to me. I mean, you're right. This, this isn't fluffy. This is based on your experience, and you've got a heck of a track record out there. And what I like about it is it's, it's, it's very application-focused. People can read this book. It's a fun read. They can take it and run with it. Now, it reminded me of uh, – you know, Ken Blanchard, I, I've seen him do this in, in a couple different groups where he actually says, OK, everybody, raise your hand if you're just sick and tired of getting heaps and heaps of praise from your leader. And everybody laughs. Nobody raises their hand. What you share in this book truly is it's so important for people to understand that you care about them. Right? Absolutely. You know, I think people won't care about you unless you show them that you care about them. You have to show people you care about them before they're, they're, before they're ever going to do anything uh, uh, that, that's going to go above and beyond expect, expectations, in, in, in my opinion. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, that, that leaders need to be heart-wired, Chad. You know, you got to have a big heart. And, you know, if once people see that you care about them, then they're going to really care about you. They're going to care about the business and they're going to give it them all, their all. I love that heart wired. I love that term. And I, and so as, as you said, you know, we're going to just dig into this book and so people can get a lot out of this. Make sure you go out and pick it up as well. But the research shows one of the most underutilized skills that we all have. And it's one of the most important things that you share is the skill of listening. Why is that so important? Well, you know, there's, if there's one rule in leadership, I think it's that there's, if you have no involvement, there's no commitment. And if you don't get people engaged and ask them what they think, you're not going to get the the commitment you need to to really get the kind of results that you're looking for. So I I think uh, you have to really use your listening skills. And you know when you when you listen to people and respond, I'm I'm telling you that tells people that uh, you know what they do really matters. And so I think every leaders every leader needs to build in listening skills and a process for listening to the people that they have the privilege to lead. And we said this before, this isn't just the the, the soft and, and fluffy stuff. This actually can impact the bottom line. And you make a really good case that when you're out there, when you're connecting with people, when you're recognizing people, some great ideas can come up. Well, absolutely. You know, a great idea can come from anywhere. And, you know, I think as a leader, if you're listening, you're going to hear those ideas. And, you know, I think the higher up you go in the organization, the more you have to celebrate other people's ideas. 
And that's the way how you get people on fire because they know when they contribute, it really does matter. And, you know, I really do believe this, Chad. People do not go to work wanting to be a part of something mediocre. They want to be a part of something great. And if they know that their ideas are heard and and listened to and and responded to, wow, man, that's when you can really fire up your organization. And I think you bring up a really good point. What we're talking about here is not, this is not fluffy stuff. This is the stuff that drives hard results. I, I think if people, if, if you did a little homework on me, you, you might find that I might be known as one of the most competitive people <laughs> that you've ever been around. I mean, I like to win, but I know I can't win by myself. But if I get people involved and get their ideas and my ideas, it becomes that one plus one that equals three that becomes the, the, the intangible that, that really drives uh, excellent results. So I mentioned before, I mentioned Ken, one of my favorite parts about this podcast, he's listening in and he's going to give his final thoughts here at the end. But one of the, the, just one of the things, part of Ken's legacy is the, the book, The One Minute Manager. And one of those skills is his skill that he shares and says it's so vitally important. Go out there and catch people doing things right. And you take that to an even deeper level. And, and give us some ideas of, of what are some good ways that you can actually do that as a leader. Get out there and, and recognize folks. Well, first of all, you bring up an excellent point. The more spontaneous you are, the better. The last thing you want to do is wait for the monthly meeting or the annual awards banquet. You know, that, that, that's not what really gets people motivated and, and, and inspired. So you want to recognize the great work and great ideas whenever and, and wherever you see them. And, and, you know, the way how I did it is, is that, you know, we had eight how we work together principles. And these were the characteristics that were in our best restaurants. So, so whenever I saw people exhibiting those behaviors, you know, I took the time to stop and say, gee, I noticed that you are a real customer maniac. You know, you're really focused on the customer. And I saw how you went over and helped that customer that was in need. But I, because customer focus was really important to our company. If I saw real positive energy, which was another one of the values we had, and I saw somebody who had such a great, amazing, positive attitude, I would be sure to go over and tell them, hey, I really appreciate the positive energy that you bring because it, it, it's contagious. And I had a lot of fun with recognition. We can talk more about how I did it later. But, you know, I, I think that uh, when, you, when, you, when you make recognition fun, spontaneous, you create an energy uh, that, that builds a culture that, uh, you know, people want to be a part of. You know, I think that leaders cast shadows. People do what the leaders do. So what I try to do is recognize those behaviors that I knew that would drive results. And then other people started doing it too. And it wasn't just me. It spread throughout our organization because people saw the power of recognition. And, and that's what the, the story of the, 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 the book is all about is how, how people just, in, did, you know, found this secret weapon that they were just not, not using at all. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the business gets ignited, a business that, by the way, was in trouble. So when you talk about getting out there and making recognition kind of a, a standard part and spontaneous part, um, how do you bring that into an organization and can you bring that into every organization? Are, are some organizations a little too stuffy for this? Are some a little bit too straight laced? How do you make it fun for everybody? Well, listen, I think everybody, you know, wants recognition in every organization. You know, today, statistically, Gallup has a poll that says 70% of employees are not engaged. Think about that. So only 30% of people are driving productivity. And I, I think that's because, you know, 
they they don't get along with their boss. They don't feel appreciated by their boss. And, you know, that's that's the biggest demotivator, demotivator of all is that people don't feel appreciated for, for what they do. So no matter what kind of organization you're in, I was in the food service business, but I also worked at Pepsi. I've, I know a lot of people who work in technology business. I served on a, uh, a, a bank board, J.P. Morgan Chase. I'm on the Comcast board. These are all very different companies, but every one of these companies, are there are people inside of them that want that recognition. And what you have to do as a, as a leader is find a way to, to recognize in a, them in a personal way that's relevant to you and, and becomes very relevant to, to, to them. But if you reward the right things, more of the right things are going to happen. And I also think as a leader, you got to make sure that you uh, recognize the bad things when they happen. And when people are sending the wrong message about what matters most, boy, you better make sure everybody knows that's unacceptable in your organization as well. So, you know, believing in recognition really drives results. It can be a catalyst for results, but it also uh, doesn't mean that you let poor performance slide. You know, people watch what you recognize and what you what you don't recognize. Yeah, and you know what? You, you've absolutely hit um, my next topic area, which is around what do you do with those bad actors? What do you do with those people that display the bad behavior? I mean, you, you think about like the most you know, the most basic uh, idea in an organization is that is maybe that salesperson who maybe uh, doesn't work with the right amount of ethics. So how do you how do you do that on the other side of that? Recognize the good, but then also recognize the the areas for yeah. improvement. Well, I think the best coaching model that I've ever heard is you start out first of all by appreciating, letting people know what you appreciate about what their performance is. So let's say you have this uh, sales sales manager who's who's really doing a great job, you know, in terms of the results. You say, hey, you know, Sally, you're, you're doing a great job. The results you're getting are fantastic. How, however, I think you can be even more effective if you if you followed the rules a little bit better. You're you're going outside of the uh, uh, the code that we have. And if you and by the way, if it, you're outside of the code of ethics, you know that's totally unacceptable, and you have to manage people like that out. But what I basically try to do is coach first, let people know that what they're doing is not necessarily the right thing, and then give them the feedback that will help them do it better. And then give them a chance to, to respond. And if they respond properly, they get to keep their job. If they don't respond, you got to move on. And one of the things that I found is a, is a disaster for every organization is when you have cynics in your organization. You know, I, I, I always I, I want the cynics to go somewhere else and make other people miserable, not not the people in our company. This podcast is sponsored by the Ken Blanchard Companies. If you'd like to learn more, and there's a lot of free resources to better yourself and your organization, go to KenBlanchard.com. You'll find all kinds of free tools and materials to help you and others grow. And they have a special offer right now. Send an email to podcast at KenBlanchard.com with leader chat in the subject line. Now through the end of summer of 2018, one grand prize winner chosen randomly will receive a free one-on-one call with Ken Blanchard. Five others will receive a signed copy of Ken's latest book, Servant Leadership in Action. I, uh, I've been waiting to ask you this question, and, and I, it's almost unbelievable. Uh, um, you have some very, I would say, outlandish um, uh, 
examples of some recognition, some prizes, some things that you've given to, to honor people, uh, I, the stories I've heard about your office. Uh, tell us tell us how you personalize this and how you make it fun. Well, you know, after I had that experience with Bob, when I was the chief operating officer of Pepsi, I got promoted to be president of KFC. So I wanted to go in and the business was in disarray and the morale was terrible. I wanted to go in and, 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 and motivate people and let people know that things were going to be different. And so I wanted to find a recognition award that would say, hey, look, we're going to have some fun around here and we're going to celebrate the things that are really going to turn this business around. So my first recognition award as the president of KFC was a rubber chicken, a floppy chicken. (laughs) And what I would do, uh, Chad, is I I would go into a restaurant and let's let's say I see a, a, a... uh, one of our chefs there uh, making great product. I'd go, go up to him and say, you know, I can't believe how great th- that original recipe chicken was. I really appreciate it very much. And I, I would give him this floppy chicken and I would number it, you know, and then I would write on it. I'd say, Al, you are the best original recipe chef, chef I've ever, ever seen. The, the, the quality is absolutely job one in our, our company and you're leading the way. Thank you for all you do. And then I would sign my name and, and then I'd give him $100 because you couldn't eat a rubber chicken. <laughs> but, it, but it wasn't like – it wasn't the money that really mattered. It was the recognition. And then what I would say is, look, I'm going to take a picture of you and I'm going to send a picture of you and me that you can do whatever you want. You can toss it in the trash, do whatever you want. But more importantly, I'm going to put your picture in this recognition award. I'm going to put your picture in my office. And, and because you're going to, you represent what this business is all about. It's all about people. You get your people capability, right? Then you satisfy more customers. Then that's how you make more money. And, you know, so that's what I told them. And that's exactly what I did. And I started putting pictures up on the wall. Well, guess what? We got ideas at KFC that we'd never had before from people who used to not not feel that great about the company. In particular, our franchisees were fighting with the, uh, the, the company people. I brought everybody together and we started recognizing people for the behaviors that were going to really turn the business around. And the business almost doubled in profits in, in, in four years. So I got promoted and got the opportunity to run Pizza Hut and KFC. Then the next thing I know, I need an award for Pizza Hut. So what I give there is a cheese head. You know those <laughs> those Green Bay Packer cheese heads. I would uh-huh. number them, write a, write on them what the, what the person did to deserve the 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 the, the recognition. Give them the hundred dollars. Uh, uh, you know because you couldn't eat a cheese head, <laughs> and, right, and right. you know take the pictures and put them on the wall. And then when I became then I got promoted again. I, I got the opportunity to be CEO of Yum Brands, which is Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, and KFC. And so I needed an award for for Yum Brands, and I gave away these. Uh, teeth, these walk the talk teeth, these kind of funny looking teeth. I write on the top of the, the, the teeth, the number, number of the award, take the picture, put the picture in my office. Well, now I have to tell you, Chad, I have the greatest office in the corporate world. Because if you walk into right. my office, I've got people that I have recognized all around the, the, the world for the great things that they've done. People said, well, what's going to happen, David, when you run out of wall space? And I said, I'm going to put pictures on the ceiling. So actually, when I, when I look up at the ceiling in my office at Yum, I will see pictures that I've recognized. And, you know, the office, even though I've now retired and moved on, is still still there. It's basically a shrine for the people that uh, have really made our business so successful. And, you know, we've we've uh, taken our market cap up about uh, 12 times since uh, uh, we were spun off from PepsiCo. 
I, I love that. What a great story and what a great testament to you. So we're talking to David Novak, uh, the author of Oh Great One, a little story about the awesome power of recognition. So I'm going to push back on you just a little bit because I've heard bits and pieces uh, in my time about people with different communication styles, different personality styles. Um, you know, it's not everybody wants to be brought up on stage. You know, not everybody wants to be in the newsletter always. How have you found that recognition um, is taken by people uh, – culturally, people uh, at, at different uh, age groups. Uh, do you feel like it's universal? Do you feel like you have to tailor it a little bit? What, what do you find? There? Absolutely. Recognition is universal. It, people told me when I first started doing the recognition, you know, and we're a global company, we we started out with 20% of our, our, our business was uh, outside the United States when uh, now it's 80% is outside the United States. And, you know, I wanted to, the, the, the most important priority I had when we started our company was to create the culture that I knew was going to drive results with recognition being the number one behavior. And people knew I gave away these rubber chickens and cheese heads and the, now the walking, walk the talk teeth. And people said, oh, this isn't going to work in China because, you know, the, the leader is taken very seriously there. And they would, they would think you're making fun of them if you gave an award like this or you can't do this in England because they're they're very sophisticated there and you know they they're you know a little more formal and you certainly couldn't do this and you know in India because of this cultural issue or whatever let me tell you something that's a bunch of bunk people love recognition <laughs> everywhere you know we we yeah. did yum cheers in China and India and in and, and, and England and gave everybody had their own personal individual awards uh, that they give. So the, the important thing I, I want to come back to is when I started doing this recognition, yeah, there were a lot of people who's, who, who were doubters. But then once they saw the power of it, they said, I'm, I'm going to try it myself. And then they developed their own personal recognition words. Like uh, the people who might uh, run uh, work in construction would, would give away a shovel. Okay. You know, we had a, uh, a CFO who gave away a raise the bar award. We had a public affairs guy who gave away a fasten your seatbelts award because the, you know, get ready for the ride, you know, and, and all, you know, all the reinforced things that they thought were important in terms of driving their, their business. And this spread all around the world. So the point where every one of our leaders were expected to have their own recognition awards. And, you know, at first there were doubters, but then once you give that recognition, it's sort of like, you know, in the, in the, in the good book, you know, the more, more you give, the more you receive. And people saw how powerful it was for people. And all of a sudden, uh, for some, an idea that I had to kind of push up the stream became now we had all kinds of momentum and people believed in it and started doing it themselves. And I have to tell you, I had many, many people tell me that the, our approach to business and recognition transformed not only their business, but, but their personal lives as well. Because, you know, their kids weren't getting any recognition. You know, I, I would teach my leadership programs and I would have guys come up to me and they'd have tears in their eyes and said, gee, I wish I would have known this a long time ago. Or I wish my father would have done this. It, you know, so this stuff is very, very powerful stuff. And it's universal. It works in every country, every business. Now, what you have to do is make it personal. You have to do it in a way that's relevant to you and, and, and you feel good about it. So, you know, some people are never going to give away a rubber chicken. Okay. They couldn't, they don't have it in them, but it's not that hard to say thank you. You know, the thing about recognition is that it says that you are watching 
It says somebody's watching and what you do is really important. So even if, even if, even if all you do in your own style is just to say, Hey, go up to somebody and say, thank you very much for what you just did, because that's what makes our business tick. When you do that, that's a great form of recognition. And when it's spontaneous, it's even best of all. You know, people very you know what rarely, I hear. Chad, they very rarely leave companies because of of money. Because you can't really very few people make a quantum leap and transform their 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 uh their lives by going from one company to another. You know, so the real reason why people leave is they don't get along with their boss. That's why I believe in coaching, and they don't feel appreciated, and that's why recognition is so powerful. So it's the soft stuff that drives hard results. I, I stepped on you there a little bit a second ago, but I want to say what 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 permeates this discussion, what permeates the the book, uh, the everything that I've read uh, that, that you've 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 shared. Um, there's a, there's a, a huge amount of authenticity here, and and you share that this is a privilege. You can't you can't give out recognition without your heart being involved, and and uh, and you have to understand there is real value in people on the receiving. Yeah, I end. say that, that you know this is not recognition, not something that you put on your to do list for today. Okay, you, you know what you have to do is you 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 have to realize that as a leader. Leadership's a privilege, and one of the privileges you have is to recognize the the hard work that people are doing to drive the business uh, ahead. And this feeds people's souls, and it makes them feel great about themselves and the company that they're in. And when you do that, boy, it, it comes back to you in spades. And that's the beauty of this thing. You know, if you if recognition is a powerful weapon that you have at your disposal that doesn't cost you anything. But just having the eyes and ears to listen and see what's going on around you and then telling people, hey, hey, I really, really appreciate what you're doing because it's really helping us grow the business. Well, we've just got a couple more moments left here. I, I so appreciate uh, you taking the time. If there's one thing um, in your learnings, if there's one thing about this book, if there's just one piece of information that you want our listeners to take away from this this conversation what do you want it to be well i think if i had to say one thing i would just say recognize that that the power of recognition is the most powerful tool you have as a leader if and the best way to to do that is to look for the the earned recognition the the the, the behaviors that really drive the kinds of things that you know are, are going to get you great results and that your job as a leader is to cast a shadow that says to people that what they do really matters. And nothing does that better than recognition. I love that. And the one principle you touched on, um, but uh, we didn't uh, further dive into uh, uh, dive into further was uh, uh, your final principle, which is to say thank you every chance you get. Uh, so, so David, I'm going to say thank you so much for joining us today on the the Blanchard Leader Chat pad, uh, Podcast. Well, let me tell you, Chad, it's a, it's an honor to be uh, do anything with uh, uh, the Blanchard companies, and you know, Ken Blanchard has uh, you know uh, had a major impact in in, in my life, and I. Appreciate him very much. Uh, you know, he he helped us when we were working on customer mania at, at, at Young Brands. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he is a, a, a great leader, a great person, and somebody that I admire very much. So it's it's really special for me to be on this podcast. 
Well, I appreciate that. And in and, and just a, a few moments, we're going to hear uh, Ken's thoughts on our discussion. So as, uh, as, as we begin to depart, uh, where can people find you if they want to go uh, learn a little bit more about what you're well, doing? Well, I think you can go to uh, ogolead.com, O-G-O-L-E-A-D.com. Uh, it's a free digital leadership platform. I do podcasts myself with, with, uh, with great leaders, write blogs, and, uh, you know, we'll be offering up a, uh, leadership, uh, a program called leading, leading yourself, uh, that will be offered up, uh, uh, in, at, at the end of, uh, end of February, I'll be launching that nationally. And so, you know, it's, uh, the, the one thing I would say is that, uh, this book is is a, a fun read. Something I, as I mentioned earlier, I got so much joy out of of, of doing, and all the proceeds from the the, the book go to uh, uh, type one diabetes, uh, which my wife has been a juvenile diabetic since she's uh, seven years old. So, you know, you're not only going to get a lot of power from the book, you're going to help a good cause if you if you go out and read it. I love that. So let me recognize you as well to say thank you for doing that. And that's a, a wonderful cause to support. Uh, um, definitely, uh, listeners, uh, go out and and pick up the book. Oh, great one. A little story about the awesome power of recognition. Check out the website. Um, I'm a big fan of your podcast as well. You definitely get some who's who of, of business leaders from across the, the globe uh, and uh, keep up the good work you're doing. But once again, David, thank you so much for joining you, us you, today. You bet. And by the way, one of my best podcasts is with Ken Blanchard. <laughs> I could I could talk to that guy all day. I'm the same way. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. If you enjoyed this interview and like to learn more and also help us grow the audience, please subscribe to the Leader Chat podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play or wherever you're listening. And please share this with your friends. The best way you can help us grow, though, is feedback. As Ken Blanchard says, feedback is the breakfast of champions. So please write us a review if you haven't already. And by the way, this podcast is sponsored by the Ken Blanchard Companies. If you'd like to learn more, there's even a lot of free resources to better yourself and your organization. Go to KenBlanchard.com. You'll find all kinds of free tools and materials to help you and others grow. Thanks again to our guests for joining us today. For now, I have the pleasure of turning it over to Ken Blanchard for his thoughts on what we discussed. Here it is, your final minute with Ken Blanchard. I tell you, I loved Chad's interview with Dave Novak for two reasons. Number one, I'm a raving fan of Dave Novak. I first met him when he was the president of Kentucky Fried Chicken, and then as he created Yum Brands and brought all kinds of uh, uh, you know operations together and all. In fact, we wrote a book called Customer Mania. Uh, you know how it's never too late to build a customer service company, which is all around what uh, David is doing. And and you all need to really listen to this because what he's really saying, and the second thing I'm uh, excited about is that recognition is so important. You know, your people are your number one customer. And Dave created all kinds of wonderful ways to recognize and cheer on his people. And I tell you, if people took everything away from me but one thing, I would hold on to that. you got to catch people doing things right and accent the positive. Then if you do a great job with your people, that's when we got the customer mania because then they go out of your way and take care of your customers. And then your customers become raving fans, and that takes care of the owners. And uh, and David's just one of the, the great ones. I, I've endorsed and written stuff with him, and I just uh, think he's fabulous. And what he's talking about with, 
with his book about recognition is every single human being, he said, around the world loves a good pat in the back, loves somebody to recognize. But it's not just sort of saying, nice job and all. Specifically, what did you do and what did you notice, which is so important in terms of appraising. And so uh, listen to this uh, podcast over and over again. Share it with your people because if there's one thing that creates great organizations, it's an organization where people are catching each other doing things right and recognizing each other's efforts. Thanks a lot, David. You're the best. And Chad, you're not too bad either.